We're Cardigan Academy, your helpers for all things parenting, mental health, and education. I'm Devani. And I'm Stacy. And today we're having cafeteria time. cafeteria time yeah because life <laughs> again good timing yeah I look forward to these me too I don't know it's also just funny how it worked out that we both needed it today <laughs> <laughs> all around yeah how are you doing I feel like everything's just catching up with me I had a virtual therapy appointment today which was really good but I had a few people reach out for support on different things. And then I know I will probably speak about this at length at some point when we do mm -hmm. grief work through Cardigan Academy. But I, I talked about it a little bit in some previous episodes. But three weeks tomorrow, we put JJ to sleep, our cat. And, um, and then last week, we adopted a new kitten, Pretzel. So cute! <laughs> the last night, I was up in the middle of the night again, just like really missing JJ. Like I don't, not that anyone that has pets, I think they know this. Like I don't want anyone to think that we're over JJ's death because we have Pretzel. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's like grief with anything else. Like it comes and goes and waves. And so last night I just happened to be up again in the middle of the night just like thinking about him and how it was just still processing it mm -hmm. and pretzel just like jumped in bed and like kissed my face and then jumped out of bed and went to do whatever she does in the middle of the night and I'm just like <laughs> it's just so good to have her <laughs> that's so sweet I know I'm getting like weepy <laughs> they're so intuitive like the timing when they just sense things like that just they amaze me my animals just amaze me yeah. Yeah. So I think it's still um, like the fallout of all the emotions with all of that. And, mm -hmm. you know, you know, the memes that are like adulthood is just saying, as soon as we get through this next week, everything will settle down. Like, And then it never does. Yep. <laughs> and we keep saying that about um, recording the podcast, too, because we we were several weeks ahead for a while. And now mm -hmm. this is... um. Tuesday, right? Is today Tuesday? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Time has no meaning. <laughs> and this episode will release on Thursday. So <laughs> that's just, that's how life has been. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I'm feeling several things at once. I've been thinking a lot lately about, we talk about this sometimes, about how it is possible to hold two seemingly conflicting emotions or thoughts at the same time because mm -hmm. we're human and we're complex and but i see and this we'll probably talk more about this when we do an episode where we talk more about things like social media but i'm seeing a lot on social media and remember yesterday was this big facebook blackout yeah <laughs> and it derailed a lot of people's 
days and some people were productive, but I think the majority, it sounds like we're not <laughs> anecdotally speaking. I, I just, I don't know. I just see a lot of stuff on social media where it seems like there's a lot of black and white thinking, like you're either this or you're this. And we had a situation recently in our local community pages where someone mentioned that there is someone in our community that has Halloween decorations up and someone posted just to say, not asking anybody to take it down, not saying what people should do, just saying she found some of it kind of upsetting and triggering given her own history with things that have happened in her family because some of the decorations are pretty, oh, what would you say? What's the word? It's realistic without being like gory realistic. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like in my head I can separate Halloween gore from mm -hmm. actual trauma and death and dying a lot. But this, this is like historically accurate and mm -hmm. yeah, I, I get it. I get the reaction. There's some, you know, it looks like bodies hanging from trees and it looks like they have bags over their heads. So yeah, there's like a little bit of the unknown there, I guess, too. Like, yeah. And it's right on main street. It's a very, it's probably one of the busiest places people drive past, uh, right after like the town square, there's like half buried bodies in the dirt near the house. Like just, just there's, there's even like a, skeleton in a cage hanging from the tree and, and we've had some difficult things in our community over the past several months there's just a lot about it that's just timing wise different things like it is halloween people can do what they want they can decorate how they want um i even i also was have been jolted by these decorations in past years yeah me too yeah i i yeah i took a walk the other day with max and we walked the dogs and i was looking around the neighborhood and i i passed several houses that also had things hanging from the trees and they didn't bother me and i realized what it is it's, it's what you said it's not mm -hmm. it's not obviously gory but it's realistic there's even the way the head sort of lulls to the sun there's mm -hmm. just stuff about it that's tough and i noticed when i walked around the neighborhood those that's not how they were. It was like, oh, look, a ghost or a pumpkin. Not that everything was cutesy, but it wasn't so yeah. lifelike, deathlike. I don't know. It's just So this woman commented to just say she was looking for community. She was looking for, I guess, some validation to know she was not alone. She just said, you know, for the next month, she's going to drive a different way so she doesn't see it. But does it bother anyone else? And people chimed in and it was... It was discouraging to me to see mm -hmm. so many people pile on to her and respond in ways that showed that they didn't hear her. They didn't read what she said. I mean, one person said, accused her of making it political. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> There's not mm -hmm. a thing in here. And someone else said, why does she want the government to take his <laughs> decorations down? And like, she literally never asked for them to be taken down. No one mentioned the government. So it was going all kinds of sideways. And it really hurt my heart to just see people get this divisive rather than no matter what you think about the decorations, how hard is it to just say, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm sorry what, for what you've gone through or mm -hmm. no, you're not alone or what a good idea that you've got to like drive a different direction so that it doesn't upset you. That shows a lot of, you know, thinking ahead and um, 
making a, an alternate plan and no, you're not alone and so, just something. And there, there were a handful like that, but the pushback, and this is something, this one thing is just illustrative of something I see this, this need to be right at the expense of hearing someone's pain and just not being able to hold space for them. And it was, it just was hard. It was hard to read through that. It was discouraging. It's like this losing faith in humanity feeling. And I was thinking about how in a mom's group that you and I are in, that is also a local community group, a while back, a mom shared some vulnerability and just said, I'm having a hard time. I'm struggling. This is hard. And I'm just wondering, is anyone else going through that? Mm -hmm. And the response was so beautiful and so you know, where where were the Halloween when I think people took it personally because Halloween decorations, even though that's what precipitated her comment, that's really not what her comment was so much about. But in the mm -hmm. mom group, it was specifically just generally, hey, I'm having a hard time. And it was the opposite, just seeing people be vulnerable and share together and and share that space and hold space for each other and it was beautiful and heartening to see. I, I saw something I don't know if you saw, there was a post yesterday. Someone had gotten a flat tire and couldn't get the lug nuts off of the tire. People had stopped to help her. They were really stuck on. And she was sending pictures of the lug nuts. And what do I do? And here's the make of car. And people were trying to help her in the group. And then a woman got on and said, where are you? I'm, I'm sending my husband. He's coming to help you. And I was, I just, oh, it was like the opposite feeling of yeah. just, I just wanted, you know, virtual hug to that person that just said here I'm sending because it was late at night and she was just trying to get her kids home to bed mm. and she tried everything and she didn't have roadside assistance and I am somebody who's very very heartened seeing people pull together and help each other mm -hmm. and I'm equally as discouraged when I don't see it and I guess this is a good time to say yeah <laughs> what we're doing now because of that woman's post in our mom's group yeah we are starting tomorrow so the day that this episode comes out it will be yesterday wednesday wednesday evenings for the <laughs> majority of the rest of 2021 we are doing virtual free virtual support groups um, every wednesday from 8 to 9 30 eastern and anyone can join us from anywhere and um now we, it's on our website, cardiganacademy.com, under the event page. And it's also on, uh, we have a Facebook event for it as well, if Facebook stays <laughs> up and reliable for But yeah, we're just going to meet on Zoom and have a weekly place to bring all of this, to find that community. And the thing that's frustrating to me is when someone says, does anyone else experience this? Not that there needs to be like an echo chamber, but when people are mm -hmm. like, nope, not me, as if they're like <laughs> brushing their hands off and <laughs> like, you can't even say, wow, you know, I'm not struggling right now or I haven't had that experience, but take a minute to think about what it would be like to be that person instead. And yeah, so I'm looking forward to the click and connect evenings. Me too. Yeah, just to be, you know, in good company of people that that get it and do want that community and understanding and mm -hmm. whatever people want to bring. 
to discuss or not. Maybe people just want to sign on and just not be alone for an evening and listen to other mm -hmm. people. Because there's also a lot of healing and like hearing someone else out or like you said, yeah. seeing the opposite of that where someone's struggling and other people are supporting them. Like just to mm -hmm. witness that can be, mm -hmm. can build you up in a way that I think sometimes we forget that we need as we're just going about life. I agree. I, I even all the virtual things that you and I do together with people, whether it's cloops or, you know, one time events or workshops, whatever they are, I always leave feeling stronger. I feel refreshed. I feel rejuvenated. It's like plugging in your phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's, you know, if, if there were a little battery above our heads mm -hmm. that were, was draining, it, they go full and green and, um, yeah, I just, there's something about holding that space for and with each other. And that was our response to the post where a woman said she was struggling. It's like, you know what? And then all these other people were struggling. And I think you and I were struggling at the time. We yeah. thought, you know what? Let's Everybody. Just, yeah, let's just get, let's just help each other then. Like that's, that's the answer. We may not be able to fix everything, but we can hold space for each other and hear each other and validate each other. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing who shows up mm -hmm. and how it goes because because of the nature of it, it is more unstructured than some of the things that we do like our cloops we usually have you know there's almost like a i don't want to say like a lesson plan but kind of right like there's yeah. a presentation aspect Topic as and some organization yeah. we know what we're going to cover and yes and then there's the organic part too that whatever mm -hmm. the, com the group part of the conversation wherever that takes us um as well but yeah you're right it'll just it'll be more whatever it needs to be in yeah. the moment. And it's not even topical. It's not like it's an anxiety support group or a grief support group or a depression support group or, you know, pandemic support. It's just whatever, like, you know, like, hey, we're, we're humans and we're having a human experience and we're having our time. And as humans, we need one another. So let's let's get together and and, and hold that space for each other. And, and Devani and I will be facilitating it to keep bit a warm and nurturing and safe environment for everyone um, and welcoming. So, and the link is there. So it's not, again, it's just, you can click on the link and just show up. Yeah. You can decide 15 minutes in that mm -hmm. you do have time and maybe you just want to pop in for a half an hour and maybe you come some weeks and other weeks you can't, or maybe you have a friend that you're going to tell about it because they could use something like this mm -hmm. maybe come together even though you haven't seen each other maybe because of the pandemic all of those types of situations I think I like that it fills all of those needs me too I'm excited I'm actually really looking forward to it and people can come from wherever too it can be other states other time zones other countries so mm -hmm. I mean I have friends having a hard time and you've got friends having a hard time and we know people that aren't like yeah who's gonna show up I don't know it's also okay to not know if you're going to talk or what you're going to talk about. I was thinking about that today before I had my therapy appointment. Sometimes I almost, like the day of, will feel like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Mm -hmm. And then I almost get like a little apprehensive about that. Like, okay, I've scheduled this hour to come talk to you. Is it weird if we just stare at you? And we never do. We always find <laughs> things to talk about. But I feel pressure to like fill that hour if I've scheduled it. Mm -hmm. I don't want anyone to feel that way if they're coming to click in the connect. Yeah, you come as you are, listen, talk, whatever, it doesn't matter. 
Um, I've had that feeling too before going to therapy. And a lot of times this session just turns out to be great because mm-hmm. it is so organic. So many times I do go with a thought in mind, like, oh, we need to talk about this or I want to work on healing this thing. But sometimes I'm like, no, I'm kind of good. It just feels like a tune-up. But yeah. those are the times it's like that saying that you mention a lot. You can't fix the roof while it's raining. It's Those are the appointments that it's not raining. Mm-hmm. And so now we can do some some really, really good structural work and I'm in a good place for it. I'm not going in distraught. So so that's almost like a metaphor for this as well. If, you, if you're feeling like you're having a hard time, great timing to come in and get support. And if you feel fine, still a great time to come. And who doesn't need support all the time? Yeah. I had a therapist <laughs> once that said um, those sessions are good to like solidify those in between times where you are feeling strong and you can see your own healing and that that's okay too. So that, that was a good reminder for me through my therapy journey to keep those appointments and, mm-hmm. and the, the importance of them. I agree. I've, I've found that to be true. Same, same what your therapist described. It's like, um, yeah, it's like just that strengthening, like watering a plant mm-hmm. <laughs> or I don't know. I'm thinking of like putting extra cement in the grounding of a fence post like the post is there you've already done the work but now you're really gonna yeah. like or tightening the screw and maybe that's a negative connotation but it's it, it's just a, a tune-up it's like a yeah. yeah tightening everything up a little bit okay i have a random question okay have you bought any halloween candy yet <laughs> uh we have not yet okay <laughs> but i happen to have a lot of chocolate peanut butter on hand thanks to that package that came in the mail is a plethora of mm-hmm. peanut butter and like Reese's Reese's stuff how about you have you Rob my husband came home from the grocery store with a bag of candy corn which I do like so we have that but not not anything else yet it's October I know this is weird so I read something today I follow your local epidemiologist and I think because Facebook was so weird yesterday and like offline, I'm even today, I haven't been on a whole lot, but when I have been, I'm getting weird notifications that like, it's like their algorithms are all messed up, right? Yeah. I'm getting notifications of stuff that posted yesterday. Yeah. It's sort of all over the place. So, um, I got a notification that your local epidemiologist commented on a post, which even that was sort of random. But I went to it and there was a really good sub comment discussion with her. And one of the things that I read is that, you know, based on all the data we have now, everything going on with COVID and even how past pandemics have quote unquote behaved, not that they're all exactly the same, but they say they're often, somebody said there's often like four waves before it starts to settle down and become like this one it sounds like will become more endemic which means it's like the flu like it it exists but it's not the pandemic where it's right. so prevalent that we have to take extreme measures it's just sort of get your booster every year and be careful and it'll mutate again like the flu um but this one they the sense i get is that maybe we're sort of already in a f- fourth wave or going into, I'm not exactly sure. There are a few different comments there, but one of the things she said is that in her personal opinion, her professional opinion, and she said, this is still a bit of a guess because there's still data coming out because it's such a new situation. But she said she and many epidemiologists are sort of eyeing April, 2022 
as a time that they see this pandemic ending. And I don't know if it's because we've already been at this for a year and a half, but I found that hopeful and not discouraging. I'm like, that's six months. That's yeah. six months, you know, yeah. like we can do that. And, and maybe just even having an idea in mind like that, like, I just remember early on, we didn't know if we'd have a vaccine and we do, and we didn't know, like, there was so much we didn't know. There's so much more we know now. There's still a lot we don't know, but if that's true, we're three quarters of the way through this. And I almost even had a feeling of like oh, six months and then things go back to normal. What are the things I better, I kind of want to do in this time? Like it almost gave me like a framework, you know, like, okay, like a goal kind mm -hmm. of. So I, I don't know. I don't know how you felt when I said April, 2022, but when I saw it, I, my overall feeling was actually one of, okay, like hope and that's doable. What do you think? I don't know if I have a reaction, like, <laughs> because I, it's almost like I don't want to believe a date. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I know that it will eventually end, but like there's been too many, like I felt like once we got vaccinated mm -hmm. and I still do feel like once my kids get vaccinated and all of those are pushes in the right direction, I guess that, yeah, I guess it makes me a little reluctant to have a mm -hmm. reaction to it. I get that. Like when when April gets here, I'll figure out how I feel. <laughs> You're describing how I feel about plans right now. People yeah. are like, so we have this thing in November. I'm like, then we'll talk in November. Because, yeah. because when our whole household did get vaccinated, we had this honeymoon period of like, okay, we're all vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And I know we're not living in an area that's highly vaccinated, but so long as we're all vaccinated and being generally careful, I felt like we could do a smidge more. And we began to, and then my husband had a breakthrough case and we all got Pfizer and he got his six months out, which they're saying is a time that it seems like the efficacy of the Pfizer vaccine decreases. Um, so I, we're a little bit, we've been holding up again. And so when people make plans ahead, mm -hmm. I am now less inclined because I started to. And then that really jolted me back into hermit mode mm -hmm. again. But I think when the pandemic started, my science-minded group said right away, this is going to be a year, a year and a half, two mm -hmm. years long. And I think going into it, knowing that has helped me a lot. Because when I talk to people who thought it was going to be two weeks and then they thought two months, they're right. perpetually frustrated. I kind of wish they'd just told everybody, you know, like the people in science knew they're like, this is going to be long. And mm -hmm. I, there was something about just sort of knowing that. But I can relate to what you're saying because I thought, oh, when we all get vaccinated or, oh, I, I didn't anticipate the level of, I knew some people would push back against a vaccine, but there was so much pushback to staying in and wearing a mask, getting back. Like it's been thing after thing after thing that it, it is hard to get your hopes up because, well, what's really going to happen here? Mm -hmm. And so I I get that. And yet I will say I am cautiously optimistic because because by then kids will be vaccinated. So the number will go up mandates are pushing those numbers up and with it being again like two years out and that's mm -hmm. kind of how other ones have been there's just i tend to be a pretty hopeful idealistic person but i can also be skeptical and jaded and have become that way with many things in this pandemic but i'm 
cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't believe it. I just think that I've lost that initiative to be hopeful before the time arrives. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to, how to explain it. Like, I'm thinking about, like, a road trip, you know? And I think some people get a little more excited as you're getting closer. And I'm like, yeah, no. When I see the beach house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that way too. And I don't even think that makes either one of us a pessimist. We've talked about this before, that that's how we react. I think it's more, I mean, I won't speak for you, but for me, it's just, I get anxious and worry mm -hmm. and think about all the things that need to be done and planned and collected. And I hate packing. I hate packing. It's like one of my least favorite things. Mm -hmm. I just hate it so much. And you know, I'd rather do dishes, laundry. I just, I hate packing. I love unpacking because then you just take it out and you put it where it goes, but trying to decide what to take and are you going to need the toiletries, but are you leaving in the morning and are you showering in the morning? Mm -hmm. Cause then you're going to be like, I, I just hate, I get very frozen and overwhelmed. And so sometimes leading up to a trip, a vacation, I just get so I don't know. I, I worry and I get stressed and I get anxious. And I've always marveled at people that are like three more days till Disney. You yeah. Know, they, well, how do you count down in excitement? Like I'm so stressed out. But once we get there, I'm all in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm all in and I'm planning my next trip while I'm and, there. And maybe that's part of thinking about April too. It's like, okay, so we have to get through <laughs> like the holidays and then that, that slump of gray after Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's hard enough to wait for April, May to emerge just into spring. Yeah. It'll, it'll be great if those things are coinciding, but I also just, I can't think about spring in the fall. Yeah. I, I'm even feeling this sense of, I don't know if urgency is the word, because I still am kind of hesitant to get together with people unless I know they're being safe. And, but I have this sense of like, ah, uh, we probably have like a month of weather that is decent enough to get together outside before mm -hmm. it's get cold and we're all going to be inside for months and months. And I, like, I, I feel like I, it's, we always tell people don't should on yourself mm -hmm. and avoid the word, but it's like that should, like, I should be taking advantage of this next month and I should be doing something, but it's so nebulous that it's almost like feels like pressure. And again, it's like packing, I'm frozen. I think I want to get together, but yeah. I don't know. And now as I do, am I going to freeze up the whole month of October? And then, oh, well, and now it's winter. <laughs> yeah, I feel that way about the holidays, too. Like, what does Halloween look like this year? What does... Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you guys have even joked about, oh, a long time ago, you guys were joking about what's going to come first, the vaccine approval for kids or mm -hmm. your oldest turning 12. And yeah. the closer it gets, the more I think about you guys saying that and thinking, uh, <laughs> it's really down to the wire. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I feel that way about that too. And if it's anything like waiting, just yeah. waiting, just waiting, waiting. <laughs> yeah, and seeing pictures of like times when we'd be getting getting together with people, or even watching TV shows and seeing people just so so casually. I I was watching something yesterday uh, on a Netflix show where it was three women in a health clinic. They did not know each other, but one of them was super friendly <laughs> and she was trying to reassure the other two women and herself at the same time. And she just reaches over and like holds their hands and like, they're all squeezing each other's hands. Like, just like, yeah, we can do this. And even that I watched with an eye of like, Oh wait, no, you couldn't do that now. Like, mm -hmm. wow, that was, 
that was in the before times where you wouldn't have even thought twice about it or, you know, maybe a little, <laughs> Yeah. but just everything just seems so different. It'll be wild to see what that's like. Like, this is something we will all always carry with us now from now on always. You know what I am looking forward to? What? All the projects that we have in the works for me too. the new year. See, and we can do that virtually and at home, just yeah. like we've done everything else. And we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that more as we get closer too. But it's fun to have our planning sessions and then stuff just starts to slowly come together and it's, it's coming. It's it working. is fun. Yeah. It's fun to have... I love that with Cardigan Academy, we have so many creative possibilities, like mm -hmm. just about anything can be something that we can, generally we like to help people and we take our backgrounds and see a need and turn it into something. And it's just, I don't know, it's just, there's so many possibilities. Yeah. Fill whatever needs arise. And I guess what's exciting is sometimes we are, we know that those needs are there. And so mm -hmm. we're kind of planning a couple months out and then people start to say, no, you know what? It would be nice. Like, ooh, there it is. <laughs> to be continued or no, coming soon. Or, yeah, coming soon. It's like yeah. the universe is saying, yeah. it feels like a sign from the universe or something saying, mm -hmm. yep, you guys are on the right path. Because look, these, these people are excited about this thing that will fill that need and in a yeah. really fun way. What puzzles have you been doing? So we did one that was uh, very green, like lots of shades of green. It was like a, a house in uh, in the woods of mossy trees and swampy water and moss and lawn. So it was just, other than the house, various shades of green. And I was excited about the challenge and it was a bit, much of a challenge for Mark, who's colorblind, because mm -hmm. I could, you know, we do puzzles together a lot. And that one is the first time I've seen him kind of just shake his head and say, uh, <laughs> I, I'm really having a hard time with this one. And it's because of all the shade, you know, different shades of green. It just wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. So uh, now we're doing, it's something from another country. And I, it's got that look of like a, like a, the facades of many buildings mm. and then downstairs are a bunch of cafes and people and bikes it looks like something maybe out of amsterdam okay so there's you know flowers bikes people buildings words it's a good combination of and and then sky so a good combination of colors different things going on and much better for a colorblind spouse <laughs> i'll have to drop off some puzzles i've already done with you this winter yeah, we'll be doing more puzzles this winter, you and I both, I'm sure. Yeah, I just had a, an order of puzzles arrive from Zulily today. I like to order from there. They're usually a little bit cheaper than Amazon, but I'm behind. Like, I had a goal that I set for myself. for the I wanted to do a puzzle a month and life. So I think I'm like a month behind now. I don't know. It'll be challenging to catch up or even maintain mm -hmm. that momentum with a kitten. She, yeah like, like a package arrived arrived from amazon yesterday and it was just our subscribe and save stuff but you know the like packing pillows mm -hmm. she thought that was a lot of fun <laughs> we could just hear <laughs> in the entryway like she loves any like crinkly toys and so she was all wrapped up in that and we were saying 
just wait until one pops. She's going to get really scared. And it didn't. <laughs> we ended up, you know, cleaning it up so that she couldn't. Pop she's it. just. With her claws. Yeah, she's just. <laughs> she sleeps more now that she's settling in. And so she, when she, it's like when she's calm, she's so calm and cuddly and cute and quiet. And then when she's not, like when one of us is cooking, she's very interested in what we're doing. And so <laughs> the past few days it was me. And then just before we got on today, uh, my daughter Evelyn was cooking and she like brought her, brought the kitten to me in the living room. Was like, I was like, oh yeah, you're cooking. Like someone <laughs> has to be on kitten duty when someone else is cooking. <laughs> What does she do? Just sort of stare at you? She just wants to see what you're doing. She's trying to jump up on things. I don't know, like, (laughs) if she would feel the heat and know not to jump in the oven. Like, if you're putting stuff in the dishwasher, she's like, what is this? And um, our garbage and recycling is in a cabinet that pulls out. So if you pull that to throw something away, she's, like, behind it. Like, (laughs) very interesting. (laughs) She sounds like a puppy that's trying to, like, get food. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's, she's a lot of fun and she, and Beatrice is adjusting very well to her. And so it's all, it's all good. We love her so much. I'm so glad it's working out like that. I'm so happy. She's really, really cute. Need to put a picture on Cardigan Academy. She's super cute. Well, maybe that's what we'll name our cafeteria time today. Cafeteria time pretzel. She's a food. Oh, yeah. That would work. That's right. I forgot we had to come up with a food. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, that was her name from the from the foster home. And before we met her and before we decided whether or not we were gonna try it, I just kept I was walking around my house by myself, just going, pretzel, because they're just the cutest <laughs> name. Because <laughs> you hear like cookie or a lot of cat her brother's name was noodle and i've heard other cats named noodle we had a cat named bean so there's like certain foods that people tend to pick for their pets and i don't think i've ever heard a pet called pretzel <laughs> that one's cute and noodle and bean i like those what was the one other one you said cookie yeah oh, that one sounds like a stripper <laughs> <laughs> well an oreo a lot of cats that are black okay, and white are oreo yeah. right yeah i had a cat named sir mario macaroni usually try to get some sort of some sort of food in there i like human names for pets though too i do too like okay so we have a rescue we don't know what she is yet we'd like to do a genetic test by the end of the year um and scout is a shishan half shih tzu half bishan so i'm in a shishan group online and someone posted their dog and they referred to their dog as the look on this dog's face in every single one of the pictures is so funny because like birthday hat, cake, candles, they were celebrating the dog's birthday. And they said they affectionately call their dog Grouchy Norman. <laughs> and he really does look grouchy. It's so cute. And I was like, who names her dog Norman? But I sort of love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So her official name, because we always like to give our cats really long names too, is Prudence Trudy. Pretzel, Pretzel, LeDrew. <laughs> so Prudence is her human name and Pretzel is her food name. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know what else I love? I love when you take your pets to the vet and they say their name when they come. Yes, me too. That's just, it like cracks me up. Like Pretzel? <laughs> come on, Pretzel. <laughs> I do too. I love that. It's their appointment, not ours. I know. <laughs> 
Well, you have to tell the story about what Scout did at the vet. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. So you go to the vet and they're like, okay, Scout. And, and Scout, you know, she's, she's like 15 pounds and she's um, like a white cream color and fluffy. She's so cute. And she can sometimes have a grouchy face. She either looks really happy or really grouchy. When she's got the grouchy face, we also call her Grouchy Norman ever since <laughs> the post. But they were like, okay, we need to weigh Scout. Well, the first time she did this, at least the first time in a long time, we took her over to the scale and we set her on it. And, you know, she didn't really know what was going on, but this was like the very next visit. She, she knew the drill. So she hopped down from the waiting room and she led the way and <laughs> he went straight to the step on scale and she hopped on and looked at us like, I know what to do, but she, she hopped on and hopped off. <laughs> she wasn't on long enough for them to get a reading. <laughs> and she looked at everybody like, I did the thing. So proud. <laughs> We're like, she's so smart. Now go back and just sit a little longer. <laughs> they're so cute. They're just, they're so, so, so cute. Yeah. I squeal. I so a hundred times a day. You're, you're so cute. I love you so much. Like all day long. I, I just, uh, they're the best. Yeah. It definitely makes the, the days a lot better. I like how you said pretzel is a perfect name for her because she's like it's like she's sweet and salty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a chocolate dipped pretzel. It's yeah, just yeah, perfect. <laughs> Which reminds me, back to candy, chocolate peanut butter. Those peanut butter cups that have the pretzels inside the cup with the crunch and the salt. Holy moly, those are so so they're good. Reese's cups. Mm -hmm but they have pretzels in them. Yes. So this is different than a take five. Yes, because what take five has, not nougat, but it has caramel, right? Yeah. So like a, like a take five without the caramel. Mm. Oh my God, they're so good. They're so good. Like, I, they're so good. I almost feel like this is how they should be from now on, all of them. Like this should be the rule and the exception should be peanut butter cups without pretzels. Yeah. <laughs> I love variations on things like that though. Me too. And I love trying new stuff mm -hmm. like the new Oreos, like the new, uh, well, some, some of them I look at and think, oh no. I got the <laughs> lemon ones. They were pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I like lemon stuff. I do too. I just, anytime an Oreo is not something chocolate, I'm like, mm. well, and it's Oreo. with the golden, you know, it's the golden Oreo yeah. with lemon and yeah. yeah, it reminds me, I feel like there was a cookie like that when I was younger, like a sandwich cookie, vanilla mm -hmm. sandwich cookie with Lemon, lemon in the cream. middle. So maybe it reminds me of that I stopped. That was like an impulse buy. I'm not in the grocery store very often. I had to go to get one ingredient for a soup I was making. And so while I was in there, I was like walking to what I needed and saw the lemon Oreos stopped. <laughs> right. I was like, okay. It's like, <laughs> this is why I don't miss going to the grocery store. I saw this study come out about people spending on food during the pandemic and how spending actually went down. And I was like, that's surprising. But I wonder if it's that. I wonder if yeah. more people doing grocery orders are less doing less impulse buying. Yeah. We also keep trying to order a certain flavor of Ben and Jerry's. And then the grocery store keeps substituting with, it is not an equal substitution. <laughs> I need to just check the box. It's like, no, because I'm trying to get like a peanut butter cup one. And they keep substituting with one that has like a 
peanut butter fudge core in the middle. Mm. It's okay. That's not the same. But that's not, it's not mm-hmm. like, no. not equal. When it comes to those kinds of ice creams, I'm very particular. Like mm-hmm. I'll even at an ice cream place say, they'll be like, oh, well, we have, you know, peanut butter cup, whatever. I'm like, is it chocolate based? Right. I don't, I don't want peanut butter ice cream. I don't want vanilla ice cream with peanut butter in it. I mm-hmm. want chocolate ice cream with a peanut butter ribbon. And, you know, it has to be chocolate based. <laughs> yeah. We're very specific about their ice cream. That's right. So we'll have to get together before the weather does get too cold. Because I don't think you and I have been together in person with each other since May. Yeah. That honeymoon period of yeah. oh, people vaccinated. And you know what I would like to do? S'mores. Kate loves s'mores. And we have a fire pit in the backyard. Yeah, let's do it. Do s'mores. I get, I like, so I have more of a savory tooth than a sweet tooth. And so we do s'mores with the kids and I'll eat like one and be good because I get a stomach. If I eat too they much are sweet very, stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's sticky sweet and you get mm-hmm. a, stu- really do get a stomach ache. If some, I have a, even like um sweet and sour chicken or something where the meal has like pineapple or I, I I, within a few bites, I'm like, oof, I'm good. Like I sweet, the sweet side of things fills me really quickly, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But I love savory. So now we've started getting Portuguese sausage or hot dogs or little smokies or whatever. And when we do s'mores, I roast those too. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I got yeah. my savory over here. <laughs> That's a good idea. We'll have a fall outdoor get together before weather gets cold. And roast stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If you're interested in learning more about parenting, education, and mental health from our therapist teacher team, check us out at cardiganacademy.com. And we are also on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.